There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dr. Let Show. My name is Josh here with yeah. Jim Price. Jim, hey. hope you're doing well. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, doing good. Jim's going to be back with us here in about 30 minutes, and then he's I'm with you out. the last hour of today. But first, we're going to talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott, and we're going to be talking to him about what the heck is going on because this is complete insanity. When I look at the markets today, they're up. And Stocks are higher, crypto is rallying as the quarter ends. And Kirk, I just get this feeling that this is more market manipulation. Well, I would say definitely because <laughs> the the reality of the situation is, and and I'm and I'm saying this from a practitioner level, right? Because I talk to hundreds of people every single day at our firm. And everyone's scared. They're pulling money out of the markets. They don't know. They're pulling money out of their banks because they don't even know if their bank is going to be the next one that fails. So when, when I'm talking to my advisors to hundreds of people a day and it's across the board, I'm pulling my money out of the banks. I'm, I'm selling my stocks. We don't know what's going to happen. It's like, where, where, why is there the stock market up today? Right? This is, this is not just people that are calling me that are saying that they're wanting to get out of stocks. It's everybody. It's right. It's like this is this is turning into a contagion, just like the bank failures did, and and went from SVB over to Europe, and and now it's spreading across Europe. People are scared, and and the contagion will spread to other banks, but it's also spreading to the stock market for more reasons than one. Right? We, we've got. The, the reason today that we're talking about is people are afraid of the banks. They, they just think that something's up, something's fishy. They don't know when the big shoe is going to drop, right? And there's also the reality that, that people have less money. Their mm-hmm. wages are coming down. Inflation keeps ravaging, moving forward, ravaging people's incomes, their ability to spend, their ability to live, their ability to eat or heat their house. I mean, it's it's getting really, really rough, but but to me, when you see something that is so out of the ordinary from what it should be, yeah, I would say it's manipulation. This is not being people spending, which is normally what drives markets. This has got to be stimulus money, plunge protection team kind of activity. Yeah, I, I, I'm concerned because... Today, many people are talking about something known as Operation Sandman. Mm-hmm. Now, China had settled their first natural gas trade in the Chinese Wong. That's pretty big. Saudi Arabia has joined the China-led Shanghai Cooperation Organization, the SEO, as a dialogue per- partner. First step to full membership. We're seeing allies of the U.S., Abandon the U.S. dollar. And this Operation Sandman has been proposed as what I've been calling for, for calling these nations, the BRICS nations we're going to do for the last two years, 
that they were going to drop their dollar back onto the market all at the same time, all their debt, all the bonds, mm-hmm. back onto the market all at the same time, which will crash the dollar and hyperinflate. What are your thoughts on this? Well, when we saw a couple of days ago the president of Kenya re- basically allude to this, right? Because he was urging all Kenyans to dump their dollar positions, get out of them, because within a couple of weeks the market was going to change, right? Okay. So it's like this is the first time a head of state has, has said something like that. You know, it, and put it into perspective. Five years ago, if, if a president of another com- country would have said that, they would have said, what? That president's smoking crack. It's the U.S. dollar. Are you kidding me? We're the strongest country in the world. We got this. I mean, nobody would have believed it. But today, when you hear something like that, it's like, okay, plausible. Wow. Is this really going to happen? I mean, it's, it's things so much has changed with the erosion of our currency, with the inflationary pressures. Everything that Biden's brought on to the economy, which has been disastrous, raising taxes, raising interest rates, inflating the, the I mean, printing money like there's no tomorrow. Now the BRICS nation eliminating us, you know, the petrodollar and getting rid of that built-in demand for our currency, that, that when you hear comments like that, it, it's not a shock. Actually, it's expected. You know, you and I have talked about this a lot, and you're right. You've been talking about it for a couple of years that this day was going to come. And when I heard the when I heard the president of Kenya talk about it, I thought, okay, is this one I mean, this is how my mind works, right? It's like mm-hmm. either A, this is a conspiracy theory, um, that's actually no longer a conspiracy theory, it's just a conspiracy and it's actually gonna come true. Or B, he's making a statement because they have a ton of short positions on U.S. Treasuries, and he's telling the whole country to get out of dollars, which to drive the price down, they make money hand over fist, right? Um, either way, that drives the U.S. dollar down. The outcome is still the same, but Operation Sandman would be devastating to the U.S. dollar. And when you see stuff like that, over 140 countries, you know, potentially want to want to dump the U.S. dollar on the same day, I'd venture to guess that that. The BRICS nations, China, Russia, are really behind a lot of that because they're vying for global economic supremacy. They're already in economic warfare at its finest, taking the petrodollar status away um, and and doing everything they can do to actually kick the U.S. dollar out of the sandbox because they want to have global control of it. So when you see stuff like this, just know that whether it happens in two weeks or two months, it's going to happen, right? Because there is, there hasn't been, and how can I say such a dogmatic statement, right? There hasn't been a fiat-based currency ever in the history of the world that's lasted. Right? It's like they all come to an end. They come to an end when they print too much money and global demand for that currency erodes because they create so much inflation that nobody wants it. Well, sadly for us, because we're Americans, this is where the dollar is right now. And so, to me, it's just a matter of, of not if, but a matter of when. And truly, if the operation is absolutely accurate and true, well, it could happen within the matter of a couple of weeks. Well, that's, not, that's a... not my words. That's the words <laughs> of the president of Kenya. <laughs> right. And that's a scary thought to think. 
that we could be Venezuela overnight Mm -hmm. simply because these other countries, the BRICS nations, who have 72% of the world population, 68% of global trade, 62% of global resources, decided that it's time for a switch of the new world order. And the easiest way to do that is to dump their dollar back onto the market. Now, that would have massive ramifications throughout the global community. But also, this does, solve, this does have a problem for China because China is codependent, codependent on the United States economically, right? Right. I mean, we buy their stuff. We're still the major consumer in the world, um, and, and they're the major manufacturer. And the codependency goes a little bit further than that. They still have a trillion dollars of U.S. treasuries that they own. So if it gets dismantled overnight, boom, trillion dollars down the drain. But in the end, if the win for them is they become the world's reserve currency with the BRICS nations starting up their currency system, right? It's like, well, maybe that's a good loss for them to actually just get rid of the dollar and, and go full bore where they're in charge. But, but yeah, they are codependent on us. If, if we stop buying Chinese stuff, the entire Chinese economy goes into complete, utter tailspin. Um, they, could, they could recover from a trillion-dollar loss in U.S. Treasuries. I don't think they could recover from the U.S. not having any money to buy their stuff anymore because that would impact their whole economy. Right, in China, over the pickle, yeah. Right, in China, over the last three years, has been hoarding its food supply. Massive amounts Mm -hmm. of of corn, wheat, soy, and obviously, this is a preparation for war, and I think everybody understands that, and that the U.S. itself, if they did this, it would put them in a precarious situation to where they would be forced to either go to war or face systematic collapse. Yeah, agreed. Uh, agreed. And and they are amassing troops. They're also amassing coalitions within the BRICS nations of other countries that do have large militaries. You, you've got India that has a large, and you've got Russia that's obviously, we know what their military capability is. And then bringing in money and, and oil from other countries that they're wanting to bring into the BRICS nations. Because in, in a war economy, oil is, like, number one, right? So if they're bringing in Saudi Arabia and some of these other places, well, what if, what if the other countries at war can't, can't get oil at, at any mm-hmm. good prices or fuel, right? It's like, and they control that. If they can start to control the supply chain of all of those things, not only are they winning economically, they have the potential to win militarily because it all functions on manufacturing and the availability of raw materials. Right. We'll be right back with more Dr. Kirk Elliott on the Dark Light Show right after this. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. 
When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible responsible, environmentally conscious sources, and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, Kirk. So, Silicon Valley Bank, followed by Signature, then Credit Suisse, the... uh, published study by the Social Science Research Network found that 186 banks across the United States could collapse if half of their respective uninsured depositors were to withdraw their funds, meaning you, the American citizen, walk into the bank and ask for what is rightfully yours. Now, this is interesting because last week alone, it was reported that $129 billion of deposits left the American banks. In the three months prior to this, there was an article that came out in February of how the very big banks are about to increase their savings rate for certificates of deposits and such from 4 to 6%, which they should have done immediately when the interest rates were increasing, but they didn't. Um, and they were concerned because $150 billion of deposits had left the bank within a three-month period. Then we go back to November 2022, where we discussed disposable income numbers that came out from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And this number, disposable income, is how much money people have left over after they pay their bills. Now, I think that this was arbitrarily low, the $1 trillion that was removed in one year, because people are no longer putting their money in banks. People are looking for alternative investment solutions that are going to gain them some type of ROI on their money, and they're only putting what's necessary into the banks to pay their bills. And now we're seeing a very slow, curtailed run on the bank by the American citizens. How much more of this can the banks take? <laughs> well, not much. I just, saw, I just saw a report yesterday 
prior to Silicon Valley Bank going under, FDIC had $125 billion in assets. Now it's reported that it's in the 80-something billion range, maybe 85 billion. But, but so SVB took $21 billion in and of itself. Signature took about $10 billion, right? So, so it's like, man, they're eroding the FDIC insurance. No wonder Yellen had to come out and say, well, America is going to backstop all, all U.S. deposits, like all, all $18 trillion of them. What? Hmm. Is, she, is she wildly smoking crack? I mean, seriously, that's, that's 75% of our GDP. What she just said in a statement like that, when every, she says everybody is going to be backstopped by the U.S. government, okay, you're going to have some people that cheer and say, sweet, my bank assets are safe, right? But literally, she just nationalized the banks with a Ooh. statement like that. So, so of course, they have to nationalize the banks to go to central bank digital currency, right? Because that is nationalizing the banks. They're just getting to that step a little bit quicker. But I, I was reading uh, yesterday, maybe the day before, can't remember. Everything's a blur right now because it's so busy. But, but uh, Bank of International Settlements came out, and I was wrong last week on something that I said on the show, which was, was I thought that Credit Suisse, based on their size, the amount of deposits that they had somewhere between estimated $1 and $10 trillion in derivatives debt. And I was speculating, it's like, why in the world would UBS buy Credit Suisse for, for $3.9 billion, right? It's like, okay, either... Would they have $1.3 trillion in checking and savings accounts? Either mm-hmm. I want to hire those negotiators at UBS because they got the bargain of the century, $1.3 trillion in checking and savings accounts, $3.9 trillion in assets for $3.9 billion. That's a deal, unless they just bought a bunch of debt, right? And it's like, but I don't care if it were $10,000. I wouldn't pay a penny to acquire debt like that. Right? And why, why would I pay any money to acquire any debt at all? You want to pay money to acquire an asset that's going to grow. So, so it turns out I was wrong. It wasn't one to ten trillion. Bank of International Settlement said Credit Suisse had thirty-nine trillion dollars <laughs> worth of derivatives debt. So, so if I were the UBS shareholders, I'd be so ticked right now. It's like what you paid three point nine billion dollars to acquire thirty-nine trillion dollars of derivatives debt. What? What? Right. So, so, but they had to, they had to, to stop the contagion of the bank shredding because the credit Swiss went down. That's eight times bigger than Silicon Valley Bank. Silicon Valley Bank had $173 billion in checking accounts. Uh, credit Swiss has 1.3 trillion. Imagine the contagion that would have spread from there. Right. So, so then it did spread. Now it's moving over to Deutsche Bank, which has $47 trillion of derivatives that they're on the same same playing field as like J.P. Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs, which both have about $50 trillion in, in derivatives debt. We're talking about tens of trillions of dollars in debt in all of these banks individually, right? I mean, this is an insane bubble that's going to burst, right? So, so but if you, if you look at it further, it's like, well, they want, we've been talking about how the same people bringing in central bank digital currency are the same people that have the banking system now, right? So as one system fails, they still maintain control. It's like a, a, a net zero, right? They're still going to maintain control. What do they care? Well, they're not ready for central bank digital currency yet. They're not. How do we know? Because the Fed now app 
which is the conduit from you and your money to the central bank digital, you know, currency, which is the repository of your credits and debits. It's the money, the digital money, but it's also the, the repository of all of your digital social profile, your spending habits, everything else that they have the ability to cut you off from buying or selling. So the Federal Reserve put out the memorandum on March 15th that they're going to be releasing that for, for basically public consumption July. It, we now have the conduit from us and our money to the central bank digital currency by July, right? So, so but when are they going to release it? Next week, Josh, to three big financial institutions that are going to be beta testing it, and they're begging for smaller intermediary banks and small community banks to join in the parade. So, so this tells me that by July, they're going to be ready. They don't want complete financial collapse just quite yet because they don't have their system in place to pick up the pieces, right? But once they do, it's lights out. You're going to start to see all kinds of big banks fail at that point, in my opinion, because they're going to have the mechanism ready for the complete takeover of our finances and loss of freedom by that point. So I think it gets worse. I think it gets substantially worse. And at some point, they are going to just let these banks fail. So people will cry out for help and scream and say, we need bank accounts. We need our money. Fix it. Give us whatever you need to do to fix it. That's what I see coming. Well, and it's very strategic timing in the sense of how all of this is coordinating. We have the Fed now service beginning around that same time, CBDCs. We have the acceptance of ISO 2000-222. And all of this is coming ahead. Right now, the UCC code is being updated statewide, redefining money with central bank digital currencies incorporated into it, which, by the way, the, the Congress does not have that authority to do that. They're, they're, people never granted Congress that authority. But, Kirk, what do people need to do right now with their assets? Because the dollar is seems like it's going to tumble. The market's going to tumble. What can protect them? Well, getting out of the system, not being a digital slave in their digital world is the first step, right? So, so practical step, get out of debt. I mean, really, you, you, you need to spread out your, your assets between different banks. Don't have it all in one bank. That's a good practical step. Practical, too, work on getting out of debt because in a rising interest rate environment, you're going to get shellacked if you have carry debt. And three, how do you grow your assets safely and get out of this beast-type system of, of digital control over you? I would buy silver and as much of it as you possibly can get your hands on because look, over the last six months, silver's gone from seventeen ninety seven to almost twenty four today. That's up twenty eight percent in six months. That's on growth for that's on pace for fifty six percent growth year. That's amazing. Even in a good stock market year, people say, oh, "I'll take fifty six percent a year." That's incredible. Well, that is what you're getting in silver right now. You look at it over the last three years since Biden occupied the White House. Silver's gone from eleven dollars and ninety one cents that year. To 24, it's up 99% in three years. That's averaging over 30% a year growth. Incredible. You know, it's like the stealth-type investment that's doing really well when everyone's concerned about the stock market failing, banks failing. It's how we can have a smile on our face, and you have a tangible asset that you could use for barter if you need to. It's covering all the bases. So gold and silver. Kirk, I also see crypto moving up pretty fast here and there's 
a lot of speculation that the federal government of the United States, which is the only one lacking, it looks like the BRICS nations have accepted cryptocurrencies, especially Bitcoin and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. The United States is the only one denying this and seems to be moving against it. Um, Could this have a major impact on the U.S. economy if the BRICS nations come out with legislation accepting Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as legitimate currencies? Well, yeah, it could, and I would be wondering why they would do it, right? There's a, there's a reason for everything, because in their world, they want to pull people out of decentralized crypto and into their system, which is centralized crypto. So there's, a, there's been a global assault on crypto to demonize it, to get people away from it. And, but, yeah, if, if they then all of a sudden accept it, what does that do? That brings all demand for that crypto universe, which has trillions of dollars in it, into their sphere, and it and it decimates the U.S. banking mm. system. Kirk, I appreciate you, my friend. We'll see you next uh, next Wednesday, and hopefully, there's better news in the economy. Have a great day, Kirk. You bet. See ya. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show. Jim Price. Yes, we are. How you doing? Hey, man, what's up? Doing all right, man. How's it going? Just living the dream. <laughs> dream. I don't know. Nightmare. Uh, <laughs> unsettled. Nightmare. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we've talked about this, so this is a great time to be alive. We're seeing a lot of the. We're seeing a lot of the narrative fall apart, and. I don't think a lot of us were really prepared for this. We, we really have come a long way. And the fact that we can have these open conversations with Kirk about, you know, here's what the banks are really doing. Not going, I wonder why my money doesn't work anymore. Um, your money doesn't work because they don't want it to work. I mean, it's, I don't Who builds a business model to fail? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, who builds a business model to fail? Well, apparently the U.S. government. But <laughs> yeah, well, that's Have you heard about there. this? Uh, this new avian flu, this H5N1, yeah, the Eurasian yeah. lineage clad 2.3.4.4B. They're locking down parts of China for this. They, yeah. they say it's already actually in China. Yeah, so th- it's spreading yeah. from wild birds to wild mammals, okay, mm-hmm. causing zombie-like animal behavior. Oh, here comes the zombies. Man, now, I thought we were going to get away from that whole zombie thing. I, I guess mean, not. I, I guess. I guess here we go. Get, get uh, ready. Walking Dead. Get those twelve gauges ready. On. Get those machetes and those swords. I'm not doing. No, I'm doing long range. I'm not going to get within bat distance of something that scratches me, <laughs> makes me turn into a zombie. I want to be far away from it. So you know the three oh eights. You know. You know stuff like that. I want to be. You know, thirty thirties. I want to be. I want you to be over there, and you. I don't know. So yeah, that's so. There's causing zombies. That's great. That'd be fine. That'll, that'll end well. Now, have you ever watched The Walking Dead, the show? No, I can't. I. Yeah, no. I mean, I they go like a decade in. Yet. They go like a decade in. You got to wonder, like, where are they getting? 
Yeah. It, well, yeah, they, they're like, you know, 10 years into the zombie apocalypse, and you're sitting there going, Where's where the are you getting from? 357 ammunition from? Well, there's that. Yeah, that is true. But <laughs> where are you getting the zombies from? Like, where did the zombies hang out for 10 years? Like, what have they been doing? Like, they're, hey, man, we're going to go in waves, right? <laughs> like, what are you, like, eventually you're going to run out of zombies, aren't you? I mean, how do yeah, you? Yeah, I, I guess so. Well, I mean, 8 billion people is a lot of people. Well, there's only three, what, three, six, 360 million, 380 million here in America. Well, depending on what the immigration well, they level travel over the river. <sighs> yeah. But then what do you, who do you trust? I mean, that's a, that's the whole thing. Remember in, uh, what was it? I am legend with Will Smith, where they had a little, little detector. They could, they could, they could run your eyes and see if the, the cancer vaccine actually infected you or not. You remember all that whole thing? Mm. I, I never saw I am legend. What? Of all the movies it. out there. Oh, I saw, oh, I saw something you didn't see. Nanner, nanner, nanner. I win. Um, well, no, uh, that's that one there. That's a kind of uh, mm, that's one of those deals too. Again, how so, where is the zombies coming from ten years later? But my thoughts are this: yeah. is what better crisis to lay on the world during an economic collapse, during a political destabilization, during the beginnings of World War Three, than a new pandemic? I see this coming. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's coming. They want absolute pandemonium, chaos, before 2024. They have oh, so to this have is, it. So, okay, so we're, we're a year out, year and a half out, right? So this is about the same time, like we look at the 2020 election, right? Mm-hmm. This is about the same time that they really kicked in. Wait, is, are we a year No, ahead? that would be next year. That would be next year about the same time. Oh, 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 so this coming fall is when all the wheels of the bus go falling off. Mm-hmm. Wheels and the bus go falling off, falling off, <laughs> not round and round. Uh, yeah, no, this is the, the this. So they're, they're so we gotta we gotta this fall really is when you gotta start thinking about hunkering down for the. What'd you say it was avian zombie avian flu? What it, yeah, H five N one. Well, so there's that H five N one. Yeah, and and look, this this I think this is a grave concern because <clears throat> not that we're afraid of viruses per se. Like the ravaging um, fungal virus or the fungal, uh, the mm-hmm. candida fungal that is uh, ravaging this country right now. By the way, for anybody out there, we uh, we we put on one of the shows last night a uh, a brief interview with a gastroenterologist. Enterologist, there you go. Good job. Right? There you go. And uh, she is so an big, expert. Josh. She is she is an expert, and. She has found that people who are vaccinated have lost their gut bacteria, their bifidiobacteria in their gut, which mm-hmm. is basically what keeps your gut healthy and what boosts your immune system. Well, now we're seeing this fungus that's going out there that's killing people, and it's a candida azurus fungal, which is a basically a, a deviation from the regular yeast candida that grows naturally in your gut. Well, I'm wondering why this is happening. Is it happening because the bifidiobacteria aren't there to consume it and keep it at bay, so it is allowing mm-hmm. it to evolve? This is yeah. this is concerning. Well, the thing is, is think about what a fungus or a fungi will do. Okay, you think about in your in your refrigerator, right? Even in a controlled environment, underneath a Tupperware lid, there's there's mold that will grow, right? 
in a in a almost you know zero or a, a freezing level, right? So you got to think about if you have a hundred degree like your body, your gut, you get a hundred degrees, and you got some sugar and some yeast, and you got some fungus, and you got some food source, and then your natural biome that goes in and balances all that out is not involved. Suddenly, the bad stuff just gets to have a party, you know, the party in your stomach. Oh, do you ever see that Jim Brewer skit, the party in your stomach? Fantastic video. Anyway, oh, yeah. um, the party so, in your stomach is. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. It's tequila! But think about. <laughs> um, anyway, go look it up, guys. You'll know what we're talking about. The, the idea, think about the bad fungus that is in there that we're talking about can kill certain people who have a de- immune deficiency disease or AIDS. <laughs> I don't get this. By the way, AIDS, uh, from the shot, now your funguses, now your bacterias are out of whack. you got viruses out of whack. You just turn into a big old Petri dish of just vomit, right? Everything has gone wrong, and how do you recover from that, right? So these are the things that me and Josh, we talk about this all the time. You know, we got stuff that will help you. we got stuff that will fix you. You know, there are things out there. There are products that can help get this detox you from this government chemical you've bothered to take. And I'm on stuff right now, can't you tell, um, that, <laughs> that I'm feeling great. No, but that is doing better for me. I, I am seeing I'm on a health path, you know, uh, stuff that me and Josh talked about on the show uh, late last night on that, that episode. And there's a lot of cool stuff going out there that we can have that can fix us. But if you don't seek out, if you don't go out and seek for that healing pattern, that, that medicine, that I, I call it medicine, but... The way to put your body back into its homeostasis, you know, fixing itself. If you're not seeking it out, the government's not going to put it in your Cheerios, okay? They're not putting it in tricks. They're not putting it in Captain Crunch, which I always loved Captain Crunch. I wish they wouldn't. Oh, I, anyway. Except for the roof of your mouth. It used to just kill oh. the roof of your mouth. You know? <laughs> it turns into just trash as your mouth. <laughs> well, that should tell us something right there. <laughs> it's like, stop eating this stuff. Anyway. But, you no, know, there's uh, all this stuff. I mean, if we know that red dye number 29,000 or whatever it is, makes kids hyperactive and cause behavior problems. You know, imagine what these chemicals that they're putting in people, what it's really doing to their bodies. And if we could go and reverse that, which this does take time, uh, ivermectin, HCQ. I mean, there's people out there that have been written off through cancer and they start taking ivermectin and their their heart cultures, their enzymes are down into 3 4% as opposed to 28 30%. Guys, there are answers for you out there. So we can do this. We could be the, what's the end time people in um, The Walking Dead? I don't know some of those characters, but, you know, you could have the compound and the shoulder pads and monster trucks and <laughs> whatever the, whatever your apocalypse looks like to you, right? You could be those mm-hmm. people. You could live through it. So, I don't know. I, I think we I don't want to give up. I think we got a lot of cool stuff going on. And like I said before, though, there's a lot of reasons that we're going to really succeed going forward. I think that uh, we just got to keep that mindset. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's interesting. I, I love going to Twitter and looking at, like, what's trending. Right now, false flag, James O'Keefe, vaccine, and well-regulated militia. Uh, did you hear what James O'Keefe is unveiling right now? Mm-mm. No. A massive I, I money launderer. 
a massive ahead, money laundering campaign, uh, massive money laundering into political campaigns. So basically what they did is they went to Act Blue and they started pulling all the public data and information because it's all public. Oh, and they were Act finding Blue. people who donated 18,000 times in a year and $200,000. <laughs> and they were going to their houses and saying, did you do this? And they're like, no, that wasn't me. I don't made maybe yeah. like $50 a year. And so what we're mm-hmm. seeing here is a massive money laundering campaign to the Democrats through political action campaigns. Yeah, and that's uh, – see, guys, I told you guys – I've told you guys – I think I even said it on the show here. Act Blue is tied to Black Lives Matter, is tacked, uh, tied to Antifa, which is also tied to the teachers' union, which is also tied to the policemen's union, which is also tied to the sheriff's union, which is also tied to the federal employees' union, which is also tied to the railroad workers' union. They all pay their union dues into Act Blue, and then Act Blue, quote unquote, disseminates it back out. If you guys really want to follow some money, go get into Act Blue and start looking at their balance sheet, and it's going to terrify you. Mm hmm. All right, we'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Now, Jim, this is very concerning. So, political action campaigns. This is where politicians can 
parties, political parties can raise millions upon millions of dollars to fund various campaigns. I think that these things should be outlawed. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. If you do, let's say, let's do this. Everybody gets, you know, you get, everybody gets 5,000 bucks and that's all you get to use for your political campaign. So you better use it wisely. That's it. That's -hmm. all you get to use for advertising, for flyers, whatever. Um, You don't get to do banners. You don't get to do all that. I don't know. But the thing is, is that everybody's like, well, I want to be able to, you know, support my guy and put a yard sign out and all these other things. So the problem is, is there's the push pull of the political opinion that says, well, I want to help my guy, but then I don't want the corporate entity. Well, then you see the owner of the corporation and his wife and kids and grandkids all giving their $5,000 limits, right? Mm -hmm. So the problem is money has ruined politics completely, but it was always supposed to be a representative governor where or government where people would go serve for a month or two and then go back home. It was never meant for our federal government to have Congress year round. It was never meant for our city and uh, city council to meet every week when, during the day when no one could come to the, uh, to the meetings, the county commissions meeting in the afternoon where nobody could come to the meetings where they're meeting every week, every week, every week. That's not what it was designed for. The sad part of it is, is that we really have defaulted so much to a higher authority and then complain that the higher authority doesn't listen. Well, they don't have to. You don't, they don't have to. You, you, you subjugated yourself to them. You gave over your powers to them, and that's how we're living right now. This is a real sad state that Act Blue, guys, I railed against this in 2016. I started talking about Act Blue in 2016, and when I got on the radio in 2018, I said, guys, listen. Act Blue is the cause of all these problems we're having. Go back and look at this stuff. And I started looking. And people just didn't want to listen. But now there is an appetite for this. And I'm glad James O'Keefe is out there. I did see the video where he's going to these houses. That These are modest, very modest houses, probably lower income, you know, mm-hmm. middle income houses that have no business donating $250,000 to any political party within 12 months. And it would be like the value of their house. They donated, which tells me that someone's laundering the money using their name. That's what the thing's going to come out and show. Well, there's that, and then there's the lobby. And the lobby itself is 100% corrupt. I mean, this is a way that they monetize politics to take away your vote. Yeah. Well, we talk about the railroads. You know, why are the railroads getting away with not having cabooses? Why are the railroads having uh, able to have only one engineer? Why are the railroads able to, to defer maintenance on bridges and crossings? Because they have great lobbyists. And they were the lobbyists. Actually, when railroads first started, they went into Congress, and Congress gave them this omnipotent effect in the railroads. Mm-hmm. That's why railroads really don't care. They don't have to. The government doesn't make them accountable. They really have a lot of their own rules and regulations to do what they want. Now, railroads got a lot of cool stuff going on. They they got really cool equipment, but they don't have people to maintain anymore because they keep trying. They think that profit profits are made on the backs of the employees. Instead of having more employees to make yourself more efficient, railroad uh, deliveries are actually way down on efficiency, but because they keep laying more people, or not laying more, they don't hire more people, because they, they that's where they make their money. The sad part of it is they act. Do you know railroads are subsidized? Yeah, you know that well, we actually railroads are, into, railroads are nationalized, Jim. Yeah, so we they get paid from the federal government, but then also charge the customer, just like your electric car. Your electric car, the design build. And sell of the car is subsidized by you for 70%, which means basically 100% of the construction cost. But you still pay 100% of the retail cost. That's double dipping. 
You should get electric cars for free from your gut because the government pays for the whole thing already. Just like fans. Why aren't we getting our electricity from, uh, from fans for free? You paid for the entire infrastructure. Solar panels. Every solar panel company has yet to make a profit, and they're 100% subsidized by the government to make every panel you, that they have out there. Then why are they charging you full retail? See, this is the stupidity of it. It's like we're out there like, I just bought a, a $30,000 solar array for my house, and, it, and it's going to save me all this money. I'm like, yeah, but you already paid for that in your taxes. <laughs> and then you're going to pay for it again in equipment? Well, the guy had to install it. Okay, pay him his $5,000 to install it, and the rest of it should be for free. Correct? I mean, uh, tell me where I'm wrong on this. It's the same way with the railroads. Why is Amtrak 100% subsidized by the federal government, but yet you still have Amtrak fees? I mean, a- answer me these things, folks. These are This is legitimately in your budget. I'm not making this up. This is absolutely real. And we subsidize, we subsidize the airlines. Did you know that? The airlines get subsidies. The, the petroleum companies get subsidies. Did you know that our federal government subsidizes every major, uh, major producer of uh, refinery uh, in America? Oh, yeah, we subsidize them. But then they're like, oh, the government's so rough on us. Well, they get subsidies. So we're subsidizing oil. I mean, how much – if we just stopped subsidizing everything, how many things, one, would collapse but also would get immediately cheaper? I mean, seriously, if they actually had to work harder That's at the That's an interesting thought. How, if we stop subsidizing, the federal government stops subsidizing states, counties, companies, corporations, yeah. maybe the economy would be able to do exactly what it was meant to do in the first place is have a free market. You pick you, – you vote with your money, right? So if you quit going to certain gas stations, and then they go away. If you quit going to Walmart, then they go away. If you quit going to quit buying your your big windmills that all you guys keep buying, right? You know they would go away. But if the federal government just got out of the business of trying picking winners and losers, we'd be far better off. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about because that get well. No, we need that money for those dams. Well, hmm. if you need money for a dam and it's such a a cost effective thing, then go put it before a bank or go put it for a group of investors and go build your own dam. You don't need me. You don't need the federal government. And the federal government doesn't need to own 30% of all American land. That's another. You guys worried about China? I'm worried about my federal government, how much, quote, unquote, they think they own. They can only own the footprint of a post office. And they have to be able to have access to that through a roadway. And none of that is their land. There is no federal highway. There is no federal land. There is no federal installation. According to our Constitution, if you learn it and you practice it, you have that authority. Man, Jim, you're on an epic rant oh. today, huh? Well, I've got points, man. I got points. I'm I got like a points, porcupine man. Today. I got points. I got a porcupine. I'm porcupining today. I got a lot of points. So anyway, <laughs> well, yeah. th- there's a lot of things happening in the world right now. There's a lot of instability, and I urge people out there to do their own research, to think for themselves, to never believe anything anybody tells them unless they can prove it. With their own research, investigation, inquiry, and through their own volition. And if you're interested in going out there and diversifying your investment because there is a global economic collapse happening, it is coming, people. We are moving the CBDCs. They are moving to a centralized blockchain. It is going to be a control structure, and they're going to collapse the U.S. dollar before this happens. If you guys want to go out there, Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. Please check him out. If not, just go out there and diversify your assets. Please, your financial advisor is going to lie to you because he's making money off the mutual funds that he put you into. Guarantee you. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott's team. See what they can do for you. If you have a financial advisor, like, oh, no, things are good. Things will rebound. Oh, things are great. Listen, they're making 3% off of your mutual funds every year. If you don't believe me, I can show you the fine print in the paperwork. It's in there. Every quarter, they charge you a certain percentage, about 1% to 3% for maintenance fees. That part of that maintenance fees goes directly to your financial advisor, from what I've seen. Well, they so, go out. They're no different than a bank. Your your mutual fund guy, mm-hmm. it, he goes and brings in. Let's say you bring in a hundred thousand dollars. Well, then they are a bank, so they go out and borrow money against a hundred thousand dollars that you deposited, and so now they got two hundred thousand dollars. And then they go out and they put this all in these open markets, doing what you could do by yourself. And then they go and they then as they're making that money and they're shorting it and doing calls and doing this all that, they're playing they're playing with your money in the casino. And because mm-hmm. their buddies are the casino owners, they're going to win. But they'll tell you, oh, we only made 3%. We're sure sorry about that. We'll try harder next quarter while they made 12% you know, or 20%. They're not going to be honest with you. See, that's the sad part of this is you get your little printout. And you're like, oh, look, I gained 12%. Well, they probably made 20 on that or yeah, the double that because like that. They, they borrowed against your money. See, a lot of these guys are out there, these you know, these trillion-dollar you know, hedge funds, whatever. They're borrowing against your money as well. Boy, all right. Jim, appreciate you, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, you guys will hear Jim for the next hour. Enjoy. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Take care. See you. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back, everybody, to your second hour of your extended lunch here on WYSL. Your host here, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the Dark Delight family. You know, this is uh, this is a great time. I mean, I, I know, Jim, I call it a great time. Uh, guys, it is your perspective and perception is, is your reality. Now, I'm going to say that again. I'm going to slow it down. I want to explain it just a little bit. Your perspective, as well as your, as well as your perception, is your reality. Now, that is the angle in which you look at it and the process in which you think about it. That is what you see and perceive. And by the way, your perception of things really does dictate the pattern coming forward. This is now that I'm using words that are coming from, you know, physicists here. These are guys that are doing a lot of math and the little world, little weird squiggly things and stuff. And I, I delved in that for a while, but I, you know, it, I like one plus one. You know, it, it seems to keep things simpler. But what I'm saying is, it, it, and let me give you the analogy of what your perspective and perception really means. So if a teacher is sitting in a classroom, remember the old school classrooms that used to have the windows all the way across the one side of there so you could see outside and 
there was always that like row of bookshelves just below the window and there was the stuff that was set on there and you had the bulletin boards and then on the, up at the front you had the chalkboard and on the other side you had the the door going in and out of the classroom i mean you guys see the you got the mind's eye going right here they got you're seeing the picture in your mind well the teacher at the front of the class promptly says children look out the window and tell me can you see all of that tree and they and then now tell me all of you, now have you looked out the window? Yes. How many of you, can me, raise your hand of all the people that can see the whole tree. And the whole classroom is just, zoom, nailed it. We all see the whole tree. And then the teacher says, now wait, what if you went to the other side of the tree? Would you, would you then be seeing the whole tree? And everybody's like, zoom. yeah. I said, but the pro, and then the teacher says, well, now let me ask you a question. Can you see the roots? Can you see the other side of the tree? Can you see the left or the right side of the tree, depending on which side you're on? Can you see the top of the tree? So the problem is, is that changing your perspective and your perception, the angle in which you look at it, right? The side or the angle that you look at it or how you think about things. So now that I've told you that when you say, I can see all the tree, because you're one of those kids, just like I would have been, you know, I could see it all. I got it. Well, the thing is, is when you change that, and now I suddenly say, well, what about this? And you're like, oh, Jim, what are you talking? Ah, oh, I see what you're saying. I've changed the angle in which I'm looking at it. And now I'm thinking about it differently. So my perception has changed about my reality. Now, see, that, that, that wasn't so hard. But the thing is, that's called living life with purpose. And we don't live life with purpose very often. We don't really go out of our way to really put a lot of thought into you know, when you see that green light, you look up and go, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for being green. That was cool. Thanks for doing that. That's okay to do that. That's okay to say thank you. It's okay to be grateful. It's okay to think about, you know what? You know, this snow that we're getting, it's cold outside. And that means a lot of them old pesky bugs that are usually around in the spring and the summer, when they don't want them to be, may not be around because we're going to get a good hard freeze in, right? But then you have... The snow, but then the snow for every so many inches of snow is so much water. But the snow, snow that, that slow melt allows the water to saturate into the soil and, and get down to the strata and get in the rocks and fill up the aquifers, right? It doesn't just run off into the creeks. See, we've built a lot of our society, a lot of our cities and towns and our houses to where we rush the water off fast as we can. Get it off the roof. Get it off the driveway. Get it to the street. Get it in a drain. Get it up to the creek. Well, what happens if we have snow and it slowly melts down? See, now your perception of snow changes. Well, if we have a slow melt and things gradually melt over time and, you know, they soak in and saturate and the roots get everything they need and it, and it allows the decaying matter to decay more and gets the nutrients into the, the plants and the trees and, the, and then the rocks and then it goes down in the aquifers. As it goes through the rocks, it purifies into the aquifers and the aquifers have this really great water that then comes back out and springs and uh, you're well. Now think about how snow looks now. I mean, I know you guys get a lot of lake effect snow. I know you guys get snow when you don't want it, and I understand that. But you also, it's not like it just happened for the first time in 2023 for a lot of you. A lot of you spent your entire lives in that area and understanding what lake effect snow is and what it is to see that stuff just coming out of the sky for no good reason. But yet, at the same time, how much of a blessing is that? How much of a blessing is that, ah, snowing again, ah, you know. Well, I tell you, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're from Kansas, 
you know, you get 12, 12 inches to 15 inches maybe the entire year, right? But yet you guys are getting feet a year, right? That's great. That means you're getting that much moisture, much more moisture that goes back into the aquifers, purifies, does all that good stuff. So think about that. I just took snow and said, you know, making it a bad thing, you make it a good thing. Well, I got to go out and shovel it. Okay, so you're getting exercise. You don't have to go run on a treadmill. You can go scoop snow. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, you could do different things with that snow. You don't have to just shovel it into a pile. You know, you can strategically put that snow so that it melts slowly in a certain area and saturates and does good things for you in the spring and the summer. So there's all these different ways you can actually take those things and go, you know, you know, I, I, I get it. And there, hey, guys, we've talked about this a thousand times. I've lived through the sausage machine. So I'm telling you, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you tired. I, I changed that last part because, you know, it, you know, it's it's it is you do get tired sometimes. And I understand that. But if we didn't have challenges, if you didn't have gravity right now, I've talked about this before. If you didn't have gravity right now, you'd just be a big old blob of nothing. You wouldn't you wouldn't need you wouldn't need fingers and bones and all this other stuff because gravity wouldn't have given you that bone structure or the how you look and all that other stuff. Well, gravity gravity sucks. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. The negative ions in the atmosphere attracted the positive ions in the earth, and the that causes a sucking effect that keeps you attached to the ground. You're right. So I just gave you a physics lesson. There's a lot of things around us that we really don't really want to understand because that means that, you know, we it, it's not so magical. But then it means that a lot of these things that we just consider to be like, well, that's just how it is. But what if you what if you could change it? What if you could change it through just a little bit of an, an attitude change or a perception change? What if you could change it because you just want to? What if this whole reset thing isn't a bad thing? I mean, when you go to reset your, you know, your modem, you get higher speeds again, right? Well, if you reset your, your uh, economy, what if you change yourself and your patterns now so that whatever the new one looks like, whatever this, how this all comes out, what if you end up being the one in control? What if you become something amazing because you have purchased silver or gold that is at a you know 400x and, and stuff like that? So this is the stuff that you have to think about. And there's you know the whole Nashville shooter and the bad you know and the different shoes now and the the different genders and all that. You know you got to wonder. Okay, what was that for? What were we distracting ourselves from? Were we getting too close to the truth about TikTok and why they're trying to get TikTok off the air? Was really more because Facebook was losing ad revenue, and they were losing timeshare. They were they were mad because they wanted the attention on them. But also the government has a hand in that. Remember, if you're not going to Facebook, the government's not watching you. See, the your federal government's not watching you. But the sad part of it is we know that all of our devices, we know all this stuff has absolutely been watching us and the, you know, the algorithms and all that stuff. We, we know this all to be real. We know this all to be real. And why is it like, oh, TikTok's watching you. TikTok's watching you. Well, are they really any watching you any more or any different than any other app or computer or cell phone or tablet you have? Because they're all bound by the same regulations. You think Facebook just magically comes up with new things for you to see that you just happen to be talking about with your spouse or friend? You think they just guessed that? 
No, because they're listening to your your conversations. Because they're, they're they know what your Google or DuckDuckGo searches are. They're watching all that because that's part of the licensure. And if you don't accept the licensure on the iPhone, you can't use the apps on the iPhone. And if you don't accept the licensures inside of the apps, you can't use the apps on the iPhone. And the iPhone regulates the apps, and the apps are then regulated by the federal government. The federal government re- regulates Apple, and Apple then. <sighs> so if you really want to talk about who's watching who. It's really more of your government. Your government really is the instigator of all this. I got to watch you to make sure you're not doing bad things. I got to watch you because going through the TSA line at the airport is the exact same process as going through county jail. You take all your things out of your pockets. You take your socks off. You take your shoes off. You take your belt off. You take your hat off. And, uh, you know, they hold the driver's license up next to your face as they take a picture of you. You know that little TSA agent that holds that up next to you? So they scan your ID. So now they've pulled you up. They hold your ID next to your face. They take a photo of you with the ID next to your face for face recognition so they can get an updated picture of you in the system so they can monitor and watch you go through. You take all of your stuff off, put it all into a tub, and then they x-ray it, and they x-ray you. And if you pass... Then they let you through and you can have your stuff again as long as you stay in their little sealed contained area. It's not about – this is not about people blowing up buildings. That was just an excuse to steal money and, and incarcerate you, to drive you into slavery. You're going you, – if you guys say, well, I've never been to jail, Jim. I don't know what you're talking about. If you've been on an airplane, you've been in jail. Think about it. Perspective and perception. All right, guys, we got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. When I say that I'm okay, well, they look at me kind of strange. Surely you're not happy now, you no longer play the game. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky high gas prices, higher food prices shortages and more how should you respond go to redpills.tv slash patriot that's r-e-d-p-i-l-l-s dot tv slash patriot and secure your long-term emergency food storage from my patriot supply my patriot supply is by far the largest preparedness company in america they're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage when you need it it'll be there Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skin care, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it 
by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Ah, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. Yeah. And somebody is watching this guy. Guys, think about that. We we used to think that was funny, right? And we, we really did have a different life when we had the wired telephones. But we do know that back in the day, they did have the ability to send a signal to turn your phone on in your house. They did figure out how to do that electronically. By even though your phone wasn't off of the receiver, they could still turn the earpiece on, and then they had listening devices and stuff like that. I mean, guys, this is we've been we've been so curious of what other people have been doing uh, for so long that we we've, we've normalized this behavior. We've normalized that this is okay, and and we shouldn't. We shouldn't have normalized this. And uh, now we have technology that we have integrated into our lives willfully. We spend twelve hundred dollars on uh, iPhones and. All the other phones and, you know, three, four or five thousand dollars on computers that literally with, the, you know, the camera staring at you constantly. That's how. And listen, you guys think this isn't real. I mean, if you guys want to hesitate, go, I don't know, Jim. Why do you how do you think all those Hunter Biden videos and still photographs were taken? Do you think that guy was a cinematographer sitting there remembering to video himself at all points and do all those different things? No. These are images that China put on his laptop and said, listen, we gave you a billion dollars. We've got you. You make sure you keep the big guy in line so that we make sure and get what we want out of the deal. And that's why all that stuff was there. And I honestly wonder, and, and this is one of those deals where, yeah, again, I, I'm speculating. I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying I know this for fact, but what if, what if, the actual situation with Hunter was is he knew that they had dumped all that on there and he was just wanting a way out. He wanted to make it public so that maybe he didn't end up suicided, that maybe just maybe he could accidentally leave this at some repair shop. I mean, if you guys had um, um, if you guys had your phone at the repair shop or you had your laptop at the repair shop, I mean, a lot of you say, listen, the only laptop you've got is the laptop you have. And suddenly it goes, just goes, just it won't turn on. You're like, oh, what do I do? You start looking for repairmen, right? You got to go find a repairman. Uh, so you're like, okay, I, I, I got to do this. So you, you go in like, okay, when can I have this back? Uh, it'll take us, I hear, you know, fifth in line, uh, probably be next Tuesday. I should be able to look at it on Monday, be done with it. You know, depending on what it is, should take me about a day. And you're like, okay, so Tuesday morning, what are you doing? Hey man, how's my laptop? Well, uh, we're doing as best we can. We have found a couple of things. We're fixing it right now. Should be done by three o'clock. You can come by after three to pick it up. What are you going to be at three o'clock? Boom, you're going to be there, right? You're not going to be like, well. And by by the way, if you know you've got 
like thousands and thousands of pictures and hours and hours and hours of bad videos that maybe you don't want the general public to know or see or whatever, you're going to say, hey, yeah, 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 man, I, I'm, I'll be there right at 3 o'clock. Like, boom, you're there. Or let's just say you want to conduct your business. You want to do your regular stuff. You want to be able to get things done. So you want that, you know, you want it there. You want it, yeah, I, I'm, I'll be there. The guy's like, hey, you know, we got everything done. Uh, we're just doing the final clean on it. Uh, can you wait 30 minutes? You're going to wait 30 minutes. I mean, do you see all these areas where I'm pointing out to you? So what if Hunter Biden really just deliberately left it there and then like, hey, man, well, you got my laptop, you know, later, months later, you know, significantly like a year later. And then when we had the China, China balloon in the sky, which was probably our stuff and we blew up our own things anyway. Uh, what if, uh, that was all so that he could, maybe he just got tired of the game. Maybe he got mad at dad. Maybe he's like, you know what? If I'm going down, you're all going down and, uh, let's all do this together. Let's do the hokey pokey. And so what if that's real? What if that is what he really was doing was he was just, he was tired of it. Maybe he had a stroke of conscience. I don't know. But the bad part of it is, is that I talked to really Giuliani on my show. Back in 20, October of 2020, he was on my show right before the election. He was, In fact, he was out trick-or-treating with his grandkids in New York on the phone with me, talking to me about this Hunter Biden laptop. And so here we are, 2023, and we still don't have any justice on that. So that shows you there's a multi-tier level of justice. But also, let me, uh, this is a, there's a couple of different articles out there. There's one that the New York, or, I'm sorry, the Washington Times, which again, some of these News outlets, you got to kind of wonder which side they really want this country to land on. U.S. Marshals told not to arrest protesters outside Justice's home, uh, doc- documents reveal. Now, this is an article that says that, that talks about this. This is a real thing where your government, you know, the multi tiered system that we see, the blind justice we're supposed to have, right? Everyone's innocent until proven guilty. That we see that the bureaucracy was able to tell U.S. Marshals, hey, you will stand down. Do as you're told. Comply. I don't want you guys stepping out of line. You know, we are we are the power. But yet we don't have that conversation with each other about the fact that we have U.S. Marshals, the thin blue line, the ones that are shoveling coal in the steam engine on the way to Auschwitz. Those guys are not coming out as whistleblowers. Where are the whistleblowers for the chemtrails? Where are the whistleblowers for the money laundering? Where's the whistleblowers for FTX that's going to come out and really talk about what really happened on that whole thing? Oh, by the way, they're charging uh, that Friedman guy uh, a bunch more. He, they, they're, la- they're, they're piling charges on him. At this point, it doesn't really. I mean, they're all going to he's going to end up getting some you know, probation or whatever. And, you know what? I mean, he's young enough. He, he, he'll fully recover. But his parents, remember. His parents are so politically involved. I mean, they're right up in all this stuff. They're absolutely right up in the middle of all the business with the the CBDCs, essential digital bank currency, uh, that whole thing. I mean, this this is very incestuous. So anyway, we know that things are going on in this world. And it, we get the whistleblowers. We get the people that want to come out and tell the truth. We need to rally behind them and support them. No different than this show. No different than anything else that we really have going on in our world. Well, we need to vote with our money and make sure that we see what it is that we want our future to look like. We need to start making those statements. We need to start backing it up. Do you want news 
like what Josh and I do here? Do you want this kind of narrative? Do you want this kind of information where we're out there trying to, to get you guys to a safe harbor? Or do you want the ABC or the, <laughs> the uh, NPRs or the, C- the Communist News Network, the CNNs? Is that what you want? And so what, so if you continue to watch those and you continue to put your energy towards those things, then that's what will grow. Just like you going to Walmart. Well, I'll just go around to Walmart. It's just convenient. Okay. Is it? Buying China, China junk is, is convenient? Buying more China is going to make your life better? See, again, this is this whole perception and perspective, right? And or perspective and perception, the angle in which you look at it and how you think about it. That's what the difference is. And so we have all these great ways of looking at things differently. But we do we put ourselves into an action, right? Do we purposely live a certain way? And that's what I want you guys to talk about. I want you to have that conversation like, why do we do it like that? Ask the next question, why? And I, you know, as a kid, I had to... I, you know, again, we've talked about. I grew up on the government cheese. I, you know, I didn't see all the stuff that these people were trying to create out of thin air. Oh, we, were, you know, we were just too poor to pay attention, right? But when they when they want to tell you that you know this is this and this is that and this is how you have to look at this and this and that, I, I was a kid that you know I did ask those extra questions. I did ask the whys. And I did even ask myself, you know, okay, if you do it like this, you do it like that, you know, you got to ask those questions. And sometimes you're not very clever. Sometimes you're not coming up with a new question that really means anything. But if you don't ever try, you don't ever practice, you don't exercise that question muscle, then how will you get great at asking questions? How will you get great at being able to ask that next question and then ask the next question after that? And so these are all things that you guys got to be a part of. Now, if you want me to ask the questions for you, if you want me to be the difference maker that goes in and says, hey, you know, here we go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, you know, if you want me to do that for you and you want me to give you the answers, then you guys got to support that. If you guys want to figure out those skills and do it on your own, then you got to support that. But But see how it is, what you pay attention to, what you give your energy to is what your world will look like. It is how these things work. So be mindful that a lot of this really is on you. I mean, it really is. You want your world to be different. You want your carpet to be clean. Then get the vacuum out, right? If you want the the dishes to be done, then do the dishes. Now, maybe if there's someone's responsibility, then you have to hold that person accountable for the vacuuming. You have to hold that person accountable for the dishes. Or you do it yourself. And then don't complain when they're not doing it because you didn't you didn't hold them liable, you just did it yourself. So again, you have to you have to kind of you have to get involved, and that's the other thing is is life is about participation. Get involved. So all right, guys, we do have a commercial break coming up here at the bottom of the hour. We'll be right back here in just a couple minutes. Don't go anywhere. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I got just a half hour left to get you guys through the day. Ah. 
right, anyway. So this is the world we live in, right? So you got the Echo Bob. Um, we do have a thing out here talking about from Charlie Kirk. He was talking about there's a – California is now considering AB665, a bill that allows psychiatrists to send children as young as 12 to group homes without their parents' consent or even knowledge. This is a state-sponsored kidnapping, and the only surprise, it wasn't named AB666 instead. Guys, there is there is a real considered effort. Now, another thing about this, 20, 30 years ago, I would never have thought in the 100 years that we would have someone so bold as to make legislation to talk about chopping off genitalia on children or the fact that we're we're changing, you know, the, I, I understand the age of consent is a real weird thing that we've moved this around and we're not using psychological studies. We're not using historical data of uh, what we've done for thousands and thousands of written history. But yet we we suddenly decide that, well, you can't smoke cigarettes till you're 21, but you can sure cut your junk off at five. I mean, <laughs> which way do you want this, folks? Do you want it to where... Someone can't drink until 21. They can't smoke cigarettes till they're 21. Uh, you can't do this till you're 21. You can enter the military at 16 or 17 with parents' consent. Uh, at five, you can start going through hormonal therapy to change your an absolute physiology of your body. Now, which one is it? Are we restricting or are we re, re, uh, setting people free? Uh, but the freedom that you're saying that you want is to modify somebody's body, which again, that's an that's a, that's the individual. So, do you have to wait till 18 to start modifying your body? Is it the child's consent? Or now, uh, during a you know a child custody hearing at the age the child is the age of 12, the judge takes their opinion into consideration of where they want to go. But then we see statistically that you know a man and a woman consistently in a child's life makes them. Uh, 80% less likely to go to prison or jail. I mean, you see all the, we don't actually have great conversations like this when we're making up these laws. Somewhere along the line, we've we've lost our way to the fact that these people need to keep making up more and more laws. Keep that, what, what if we sunset every law? Oh, I, I hear all the, I hear everybody just, their heads exploding right now. Sunset every law. No, Seriously. Now, do you want my explanation, or are you going to continue to tell me how wrong I am? Now, just 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 listen for a second here. If you sunset every law, and you say, listen, if you want a law in the books, you have to go through the entire process, subcommittee, committee, floor, vote, subcommittee, committee, floor, vote. Both houses of Congress, right? Now... If you want murder to stay illegal or to be punishable by law, and by the way, murder is murder, whether it's illegal or not. It, that's It's just whether you're able to tie a punishment to it. Does that make sense? So that's kind of – you got to be careful when you're like, it's illegal. Like, well, is it illegal or, you know, is there just a penalty tied to an action? Because that's really what we're saying. If you do this, we're going to do this to you. That's really what illegal is, isn't it? If you speed with, and we got our little laser gun out that we know has been scientifically calibrated to be able to know what the wind temperature is, out, or the air temperature is, and if there's wind, and my car is moving, and that car is moving, and uh, the left to right trajectory of the vehicle doesn't change the forward trajectory of the, and I know that all the science has been put into that little LIDAR gun, and that LIDAR gun says, you went too fast. So if you believe all that science goes into that gun, (laughs) 
I got some uh, beachfront property in Arizona for you. There isn't. Guys, those things are very archaic pieces of equipment. They're not reliable. Uh, They've been scientifically disproved over and over again. They are not certified on a daily basis. And the scientific process in which they're certified is actually not scientific as well, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's all in controlled situations, not out on the road. But if you speed and you go this many miles over, you're going to pay this much money. If you speed with this many miles over, you're going to pay this much money. If you have a taillight out, you're going to pay this much money. If you jaywalk, you're going to pay this much money. See, it's not illegal. It's just if you do this, it's going to cost you this. If you do this, we're going to put you in a concrete cube for 20 years. If you do this, we're going to put you in a concrete cube for three years. If you drive on a suspended license three times in Kansas, you're going to spend a mandatory of one year in a concrete cube because your license was suspended three different times over a lifetime. That's a Kansas law. Now, I know that there are other things out there that are far more serious than that, but here's the problem. You want to fill your prisons up with people with a suspended license? When actually this, the Supreme Court has upheld the fact that traveling is not a licensed activity, that there is no necessity for having a quote-unquote federal or state ID to travel. See, the problem is, is that when I talk about these things, we don't, want it, we don't really want to have those really in-depth conversations. But the sad part of it is, is we're in a world now where I say, I want to sunset all laws and everybody's hair falls out, their eyeballs fall to the ground, their tongues roll out of their mouth. I mean, all the cartoony stuff, right? Oh, Jim, you're an anarchist. Oh, yeah. Whatever. No, well, here's the thing. If you're busy trying to keep murder on the books and you're busy trying to keep bank fraud on the books or you're busy trying to keep whatever on the books, you don't have time to make up things about telling psychiatrists that they can go and take a kid and put them in a group home where they can be sexually active with other kids who want to be sexually active in a group home or self-mutilating or whatever it is they're going to be doing in these group homes. These are not, they're not going to some kumbaya guitar strumming campfire place. This is going to be a dormitory full of people who have the same probably mental issues that the other ones do. But this is what California is doing. They're rushing out in these ways to do things that, we're saying that that drag queens, these men who are making fun of women, are acceptable at the ages of preschool. We're saying that it's okay for these men to gyrate and do very explicit things in front of these kids, but yet you can't take that same that same child cannot buy a PG or R rated movie ticket until they're the age of eighteen. Now, how does that work for you? You can't take a kid, or a kid can't go. If you give a kid 20 bucks, I don't know how much a uh, movie ticket is now, but you give a kid 20 bucks and say, hey, go to the movies. And he walks in, he wants to see the new um, uh, John Wick movie. Well, it's rated R because of violence. There's no nudity in it, just, just violence. Well, they can't buy that ticket because there's not an adult present. But if adult takes them, then it's fine. Just like if an adult takes them to a drag queen show, that's empowering to the man who's dressed like an exaggerated version of a woman. Hey, women, whenever you guys are tired of this, let me know because I'm tired of the drag queen thing and if you guys push back on it, it will stop. When you quit celebrating men dressing like exaggerated women, it will stop. But we don't do that. We're empowering, right? You know, women of the year is a man. (laughs) This is the stuff we just can't seem to, I can't seem to get my mind wrapped around on the contradictory of terms. We keep contradicting ourselves, and we're like, well, how? why do I feel so confused? Why do I not know what to say? I don't know how to answer that. I, I just don't like it. 
Well, it's because it's a slippery slope. Political correctness was brought in. You know, the women's suffrage was brought in. Women being, you know, uh, the, the head of the household and no man involved. That was all part of the, the demise of America. And guys, we were already being attacked as Americans before we ever wrote the Declaration of Independence. The moment that we actually started talking about freeing ourselves from the king, we were already under attack. Our own people were attacking our own people in the colonies for saying they wanted freedom away from the crown, that they didn't want to have to live in tyranny, that they wanted to be able to make their own decisions and not to house military units in their homes. People protested against freedom. What are you seeing in today's world? You're seeing the exact same thing. So we think, we're like, oh, this is all so new. Well, I can't believe we're, we're living in times where people don't want freedom. That's a problem. So, hey, uh, we do have a caller calling in. Uh, Mike, are you there? Hey, Jim, how's it going? Good, sir. Good to hear from you. How are you doing today? Hey, doing pretty good. Hey, the, the ending of the last hour, you and uh, Josh had mentioned uh, some things of a radio, pro, uh, one of your podcasts or something the, mm-hmm. the previous night in regards yes. to uh, uh, certain things. I was just wondering yes. where, where will somebody find that. If, is it on a Rumble show or Rumble channel? Yeah, it actually or, is on Rumble. Um, and it's America Media Periscope. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the station, but yeah, it's uh, okay. anyway. Yeah, America Media Periscope. And um, but you go to Josh's website or mine, the Jim Price Show. A lot of those links are available there, or you can just email me or text me, and I'll hook you guys up with that information. Okay. Hey, uh, second thing yeah. I wanted to bring up, and it was kind of funny, is that you had mentioned about uh, our phones spying on us. Okay, uh-huh. and I have a story that goes back. Four decades to this time of Uh-oh. year, okay? Wow. Uh, they've been doing it at least that long um, yeah. through uh, through the, the local communication company here in, in Rochester, where somebody mm-hmm. I know have worked there for decades before, and we were talking about uh, wiretapping. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. this is, you know, we had worked for the, the communication company. And, you know, the old days they used to go up on the wires and tap and, you know, do all those things. Yeah. And I, right. he started chuckling. And he goes, no, we don't have to do that anymore. He says, no, yeah. there's this one place that's downtown. He says, we just mm-hmm. go in there. He says, they'll serve us a warn or, or if they're fishing, we just go in there and that's what's the exchange. And he says, yep. and they got the real, real tape recorders and they can listen to any conversation they want. Because that, and he says, and I said, oh, local? And he goes, oh, no, anything overseas, because that happened to be the microwave receiving station, because the old oh, T&T wow. towers used microwaves at this yep. time frame, the, the granddaddy to the cell phone. Yeah. So well, Howard they, Hughes they, did they, that on his uh, girlfriends, and he right. was a private citizen. Yeah. So this, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is our, our agencies doing this stuff going back at, 40 years at least there, if not further back. I mean, oh, absolutely. You know, this is using technology. I figured I'd just throw that out to, and you oh, know yeah. what? And uh, this person had told me this, and he had told me other things that uh, over the years, very like Nostradamus of predictions mm-hmm. of social things, you know? Right. And I, 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 I wrote them all down, I kept the track, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, he's right. like, okay, this time frame, that time frame. And it was fairly accurate. So, oh, yeah. It's kind of okay, creepy. I'll, I'll have to take a look. If not, I'll send you an email. Sounds so, great, man. Thank you so much for the call. 
All right, thank you. Bet we'll see you soon. All right, guys. Yeah, everybody's watching me. All right, I'm Jim Price, the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back here in just a couple minutes. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. And uh, guys, this is this is the great opportunity, right? We've, we've, we've talked about all these things. We've seen all these things. We've woken from this. Now, there's a... Let me get a little bit of weird on you. And I know a lot of you folks are just, you know, like, well, Jim, you're... You're kind of weirding me out as it is. All right? You already told me you're going to sunset all these laws. and Well, if you're busy putting the good laws back on, you don't have time to make up the bad ones, right? And that's okay. That's okay. Let's, keep, let's just keep the good ones on there, the ones you like. But see, if you're sunsetting them all, if you're always having to refresh those, then you're going you're gonna to tune them up and make them real efficient. You're not going to get them all wordy and, you know, variables and blah, 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 right? You're going to... Really get you're gonna hone them down. Every time you have to come back to that law, you're gonna like, you know what? Let's make this or more efficient. Let's make this count, right? 
And you can adjust for that. But the problem is when you got laws in the books that you've just compounded and compounded and compounded and compounded and you don't even know where you started, right? And that's where the problem is, is we don't go back to the Constitution for every argument we start. We start at the last uh, – we start at the end of the last argument. See, that's how you get to where you are, where you don't really know which way is up and which way is right and which way is down and blah, 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 blah. And you're just all confused, right? But you could be amazing in this time, right? You could say, you know what? Listen, I want the Constitution, man, and that's it. You're my public servant. Do as I tell, and that's it. Do you, sir, are you with a little badge there? You, do, you take, do you take a, t- a paycheck from the uh, for me type of tax, tax deal? Yeah, well, you're my public servant. No, you're not my authority. No, you don't You don't have the right to search me without my consent. No, you don't have the right to breathalyze me. No, you don't have the right to see my ID unless you can articulate a crime. And if there's been no crime committed, I, I, I would wish you a good day. But we don't talk like that. We don't use those really great words like that to be powerful in who we are. But we can. And if we all do that. Now, I on the show last night, uh, and, and it was AMP. Uh, it was their after hour show and it was, we went for an hour and a half. I think it was was supposed to go for an hour, but went an hour and a half. But what, why don't, why isn't every police officer, the moment he quote unquote puts on his badge at home, the moment he's on duty, the moment quote unquote, he is scheduled to be on duty. Click the camera on his chest is live, not on, not recording. It is live. Oh yeah, he's got one on his chest. He's got one in the on the light on the uh, the the top of his pistol. There's a because you can put little laser cameras, little bitty pin cameras on top of guns, uh, and you can do that if you want. If you want, if you have the will to do it, you can do it. Just like we sell eight billion lottery tickets every single year, we do two lottery draws every single week. And yet we can't get 150 million ballots counted in one evening for an election every two years. Just saying, hey, when you have the will to do something, you can do it. The federal, state, and local governments, they are in charge of the lottery. And they have the ability to sell 8 billion tickets flawlessly every single year, two drawings a week. But yet they can't get an election done every two years. It's called will. Now, if you have the will to turn that camera on your chest and have that camera that's available for your pistol and it's on for your entire shift, that means if we know that Jeffries or whatever his name is or Bill Bill Johnson, whoever this cop is, is kind of a bad apple and he seems to keep just really getting in, you know, he's getting a lot of complaints. Well, what if we had people just watching what he did all day, every single traffic stop? And when he's at lunch, how he treats the lady at Starbucks or how he treats the lady at Quick Trip or how he treats the lady while he gets his donut or whatever, or how he opens the door or how he, you know, all that stuff. I mean, the problem is, is when you're a public servant, you don't get privacy because you have less constitutional rights than I do. And so if we can, if we can remotely film the lunar lander touching down on the earth or the moon surface, if we, and you can have the president of the United States calling and saying, hey, good job on a CB radio. By the way, there were CB radios back then, right? So he could call from the, the Oval Office 
that he could then, that call was then transferred to NASA, and then NASA you know, did the CB relay up back and forth to the astronauts. If we had that technology back then, why can't we just live stream every police interaction all day long? Why do we have to wait for the FOIA request? Why do we have to wait for the police department to release it? And why did the Nashville one come out within an hour or two of the shooting, yet most of the time in these mass shooting situations, we don't see the video for a week to two weeks to three weeks to a month later because you have to notify the next of kin because you have to notify, right? So you get to do all this stuff. But how did that Nashville footage come out so fast? And then we're seeing some problems with that. So what I'm saying is, is if you have the will, you have the aptitude, you want something to be done, you can do live cameras on police officers all day long. Well, don't give me, oh, they got to go to the bathroom, Jim. Well, sorry. <laughs> You're, you know, I guess you can click it. You know, we'll, we'll have to have a, you know, I we'll have to have a little pause button when you go to the bathroom. You have to show yourself going into the room and coming out of the room. Right? So you have to have accountability. Yeah, you can turn the sound off and the camera off in that moment, but it has to be on the rest of the time or whatever. You know, the problem is, is hey, that's if, you know, you don't mind watching some guy pee in a cup for their, you know, their pee tests. Well, you know, what, why do you get privacy? The same, I mean, probation officers, judges, DAs, they should all have cameras on them showing us exactly what they do during the day because they are our public servants and they affect us the most. And why is it that we can't just have that? Why can't we just have that? Well, Jim, there's not enough money in there. We just sent trillions of dollars across this globe in a pandemic. We spent trillions of dollars on fake vaccines. You don't think we got some money for some cameras? And some and some live streaming. Really? Are you sure? Are you sure? Oh wait, because you don't have the will to do it. You don't have the guts to do it. Because here's the thing: What if you really found out that your policy officers and your city councilmen, who are up there making all these things, you know, these decisions and putting their finger on bureaucracy? What if we found out that they're really not the good people we thought they were? What if we really were watching them and we held them accountable? Would these police brutality situations and these abuse of powers really be happening where we hear people going, man, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. Well, maybe he didn't. And just because he doesn't have the articulation that maybe you or I have, or maybe he doesn't look the same way as you or I do, maybe we just should listen. And maybe it's okay to listen and say, you know what, maybe someone screwed up. But if we don't have that transparency, then then what will we ever know? Well, you know, that junkie over there, look at him. He's missing teeth. Obviously, he's he's not a credible witness. The people that raided my house, that swatted my house, can't testify in open court because they have perjured themselves, but yet they're still police officers. Let that sink in for you, folks. The people that came into my house twice, that swatted my house twice, those individuals that are on the police department cannot testify in open court. We have to have transparency. We can be the difference makers. You guys are the answers. Do you have the wheel for it, right? All right, guys, thank you so much for being here on the Dark to Light Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys tomorrow.